While Mary was planning everyone else's love life, she didn't have one of her own. Those who can't wed, plan. So fate stepped in. Now, for the first time, her love life and her work life were a match made in heaven. You're gonna be a partner? I gotta get the account first. Columbia Pictures presents... I'm sorry. A story about finding love... At the wrong time. What if what I think is great really is great? For the right reasons. But it's not as great as something greater. Your wedding planner took off. Mary? Yeah. Did you ever like somebody but the timing was off? Jennifer Lopez. Do you ever think about that night in the park? Matthew McConaughey. I do. All the time. The Wedding Planner. Welcome into episode nine of the Bad Movies Worst Opinions podcast, where we believe that everybody has their favorite bad movie. We are doing a rom com today. Nikki Vivas joins us on the show, and when we asked her to do it, she says, "I love this movie. It's adorable." Hi guys, thanks for having me. Of course, we are doing the Wedding Planner today. The Wedding Planner has a five point three on IMDb out of eighty three thousand votes. You can watch this on Freebie. Is that how you watch it? You seem like you have this movie on DVD. I do have it on DVD. Goodness but gracious. I did watch it on Freebie. It was like a couple weeks ago, actually. The release date for this movie was January 26th of 2001. Listen to the box office this week. Number one, Wedding Planner. Number two, Save the Last Dance. Three, mm-hmm. Castaway. Four, Traffic. Five, Sugar and Spice. A very early 2000 box office when Wedding Planner debuted number one in January of 01. How long had Castaway been in theaters? Because you're telling me opening weekend, Castaway lost one-on-one to Wedding Planner? I'm not assuming this was week one for I'm Castaway. This, this feels like a week nine okay. for Castaway going up you against the week one. You said it and it threw me off. My okay. Castaway, one of that Tom was, Hanks' best. But that was a solid week, though. A Save strong. the Last Dance and Wedding Planner? I don't care about Castaway, but the other two, absolutely. A very strong week. The budget, $35 million, mm-hmm. made 95 at the box office. So the wedding planner, a smashing hit. Is this peak Jennifer Lopez? Let's just go ahead and get this question out of the way. Is this peak J-Lo? Because I think it is. I think musically and movie-wise, this is peak Jennifer Lopez time. Mm, I don't know if it's peak. I mean, th- that was before Made in Manhattan, wasn't it? Yeah, I think this movie's bigger than Made in Manhattan. I don't think that. I think Made in Manhattan's bigger than this movie. This is right around I'm Real. This is right around Love Don't Cost yeah. a Thing comes out. But she had the we... number one song and movie at the same time. I think this is peak Jennifer Lopez. It may have been, but can we all agree that she is absolutely a better actress than she is singer? Yes. Okay. Do people think the I'm opposite? Glad... Oh, Do... oh, oh. Yeah, that is a whole thing. I, 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 did, Listen, I thought it was a known thing. She is a superstar entertainer. I will give that to her all day. She is a great entertainer, triple threat. But her acting and her movies are way better. I actually think J-Lo is very incredibly average at everything. But just she's one of the most beautiful people that we've ever seen. And we are always going to be attracted to really attractive people. She's an average singer. She's an average dancer. She's a very average actress. She's just bad. So we're starting it off with fighting words. Great. This is going to go really well, guys. I don't think she's an Academy Award winning type actress. I don't want that to be my stance. But I think if you said, hey, what is she better at? I think she's a better actress. It's like a six to a four, but it's better actress than singer. (laughs) 
the cast for this, I mean, there's only three people to really notify you on. Jennifer Lopez is Mary, Matthew McConaughey is Steve, and Bridget Wilson is Fran. I forgot how attractive Bridget Wilson was in this. It brought back a lot of Billy Madison vibes for me looking at Bridget Wilson <laughs> in this movie. I definitely I forgot. forgot. She was in that. Oh my God. The movie starts off with J-Lo living her wedding fantasies that she's never got to live out in real life with her Barbie dolls. We fast forward to present day, and you guessed it. She is a wedding planner and coaching up a very nervous bride. She puts out a fire at the wedding with the FOB. This was real efficiency here. J-Lo was a bad bitch in this scene. She was getting it done, Rob. She was getting it done. I like how she has all these like lingo and terms when she's doing this. Like this FOB, there's a dark tower situation. I, I didn't know wedding planners had a little secret code for things like this. May they, they don't. They have to be prepared for everything. I mean, did you notice her bag of goodies? I mean, she had everything. She's got nail files. She's got nail polish remover. She's got, you know, clips for your boobs. Like, she's got everything. I like the little Bluetooth headsets they were wearing to walk around and talk. I, I thought J-Lo really handled this scene very well. We get to see J-Lo's home life, which seems absolutely miserable. Nikki, this is not a hot girl summer. J-Lo has never experienced a hot girl summer. Mary has had not, not a one for her. But why is her life like mine? <laughs> you like, vacuum your drapes? Like, that's, look, that's the thing I was like, oh my look, God, she's doing some extreme cleaning those, on Friday. When those gals were like, oh, she must live such a romantic life. And then it pans to her and she's just like having her little meal, watching the antique road show. I'm like, wow, oh, it's me. Great. <laughs> I'm starting to see why you love this movie so much. You can identify can. with Mary. Well, TV dinner stand, you were ready to roll. Yes. Glass of wine, <laughs> nothing better. What a I, night. I don't think I would do Antique Roadshow, though. I'm more of a blacklist gal. J-Lo is playing Scrabble with her father and some other random old folks when her father tells her that she needs to find a man. The man then appears, Massimo, and he is an absolute loser. He's a loser. I can see why she didn't want to marry him. I know he's a loser, but here's the deal. This is supposed to be a rom-com. Massimo is the only person that provides the comedy. He is... I actually enjoyed him. He made me laugh. He's a big, dumb idiot, but I thought he was a good character because he played a big, dumb idiot. You're right. He sucks, but he's funny. I'm going to disagree with you because I, I thought J-Lo's friend Penny... I thought she was a nice, comedic... I thought Penny was slightly funny. Penny... No. No. Massimo is cause Massimo actually plays an important character. Penny, you could cut out of the movie and nothing changes. She just doesn't have a friend. You need a penny, though. Every girl, like Mary, no, has a penny don't. in her. You got a penny, Nick. I do not have a high-strung freak of a friend who is just constantly wired and shaking all the time and in panic mode. You don't want to acknowledge that I Amanda mean, is penny in your life. She's penny. Whenever you tell her she found a man, I'm she would break the plates with you. That's is penny. Cody penny? See what I mean? Look, she's yeah, trying to figure it out. No, Cody is Benny. So. You just don't so. notice it because you and Cody are too close. <laughs> That's why you don't want to acknowledge that you have a friend like Penny, too. J-Lo wants to be a partner for her firm, but her boss is hesitant. Despite all of her success, the Italian man is waiting outside in the lobby. Incredibly creepy. You can't just pop up at the job without well, he letting thinks, anybody know. He thinks know. they're engaged. That's the thing. Because remember, the, the, the dad is like, I found you a man. Still... You're going to get married to him. And he was like, hello, I'm going to get married now. Because he's a big, dumb idiot. And that's funny. Mm -hmm. The dad promised an arranged marriage. Mm -hmm. So it's in his head, brewing, that he's about to marry J-Lo, or sorry, Mary, and he thinks that. So that's why he's showing up and he's trying to be all, you know, wine and dime with Kraft macaroni and cheese and all the things that it's not going to work. He shows up because he's like, I don't know why she left our she's engagement party and now I have to go find her. He didn't sense the vibe that Mary is not checking for him. Like, whenever, I, I think in an engage, I, I think, serious, I think in an arranged, read the room in an arranged marriage. I don't think Kimwin cares about the vibe. He just thinks I've been told that's my wife. Let's get it done. JLo gets the account while talking on the phone. Her shoe gets stuck. All of a sudden, Matthew McConaughey, the guy from True Detective, jumps out of nowhere to save her from the rolling dumpster. Are you okay? 
I'm great. Okay. Where's my shoe? Your shoe. You got it, right here. Okay, now talk to me. How are you feeling? You experiencing any dizziness, nausea, difficulty breathing? The breathing thing rings a bell. And again, you are on top of me cutting off my air supply. <laughs> Your mental clarity is excellent. That's good. There was a better <laughs> way to get them to meet each other than this scene. There was a better you way. You didn't like the meet cute? There was a better way for the original reaction. We've seen the original meet in, in rom-coms done way smoother. That's fair. Than the original meet in this. I can agree with that. We didn't need a big rolling dumpster. But the Gucci shoe, I mean, I would be panicked too. I'm not going to leave my Gucci shoe behind. I will say, I'll get my fun fact out here. Two fun facts about this have now introduced Matthew McConaughey. Originally, not supposed to be J-Lo or McConaughey. It was supposed to be Jennifer Love Hewitt and Brendan Fraser, but they both had, you know, other obligations, including Jennifer Love Hewitt doing a very similar movie, kind of like how they did uh, No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits at the same time. Not those two, but those movies came out. Then they tried to get Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. They both said no because Sarah Michelle Gellar was recording Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So their third choice, McConaughey and J-Lo, and they have finally met cute in this movie. Brendan Fraser isn't a nice, he isn't a nice enough looking human being to pull this role off. No. Like Matthew McConaughey, you can see how you can you fall can for love. And, yeah, you yeah, can see it love swagger. at first sight. You yeah. don't get that from the guy who was in The Mummy. Not yeah, at all. No. But here's the deal. You mentioned like the star power and peak J-Lo. Brendan Fraser in 2001, when this movie came out, was at the prime of his ability. He had just done George of the Jungle. He had just done the movie, The Mummy. He had just done Dudley Do-Right. He was in stuff. This yeah. would have been a big coup to get him. But I don't want to bang George of the Jungle. I'm not looking on the screen being like, oh, I hope he saves my life and whimsical and all the romance. Nah. Oh, one, here. did you know who McConaughey was? That He's not that person. I don't that care time. who he is. If I see <laughs> that man on the screen and that voice and the smoothness that he puts out, yeah, I'm uh, I'm getting down with him. I gotta agree with Nikki here. Like, <laughs> you gotta sell the scene where they first meet each other that that man can sweep her off her mm-hmm. feet. You're not getting that vibe from Dudley Do Right. You're just not eyes. getting it from him. He's not. He's not sweeping any. Now Freddie Prince Jr. Now that one I would go with. Yeah, Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince would have been works. hot. That would have been a hot one. And that would have been his literal wife who would have played the girl. That would have actually worked with some on-screen chemistry, which is one of my first notes. Mcconaughey and J Lo have no chemistry on screen. Very little. Ooh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. The, Comparing the couch to, scene when they're sitting there and he's on the floor that and she just got bad. drunk and she's like just really upset, just ran into her ex fiance. I, I mean, there was great chemistry. That eye connection. I, I think comparing it to other rom-coms we've all seen, I think their like chemistry as actor and actress aren't as good as other rom-coms. Where you go, oh, I, be- I mean, I believe it because they're both attractive, but like they didn't have that. Oh, like there's this weird chemistry thing. We're like wedding crashers. Like Owen Wilson is less attractive than McConaughey, but you felt like he and Rachel McAdams had like a spark or something. You don't get that in the initial meet cute between McConaughey and J Lo. There's it's just kind of oh, hot people are together. How do you guys think date one went? The whole time I'm watching this movie, I am thinking, this date was not nearly special enough for both of you to now completely alter your life. It was a good date. They went to go see a movie. They shared a little moment with the M&Ms. They danced. They almost kissed. What are you doing? I only eat the the brown ones. Because? Well, because I figure they have less artificial coloring because chocolate's already brown. 
It's very scientific of you, Dr. Steve. All of us have been on at least 10 dates that were equal to the first date that they love. And I didn't leave thinking I'm going to marry this person at the end of it. I don't think their first date was nearly to the level of which they made it seem like in this movie. I mean, the first date was really romantic. I've never watched a movie in a park and then danced and then the rain comes down, just just so happens it starts to rain and they're having a moment in there. I thought it was really romantic, but it's also when you realize that Steve, Matthew McConaughey, is the ultimate lead on. He shouldn't even have been there in the first place. Are we going to address that? Back Hello, that, garbage man. After you've saved this woman's life and take her to the pediatric ward of the hospital for some reason, I'm sure the actual hospital had taken plenty of care of her, but okay, let's take her to the children's ward. You could have at some point told her, by the way, I'm engaged. Exactly. When the high-strung friend, whose name I've already forgotten, Penny, Penny <laughs> when she's like, tries to dip out and be like, it's a date. My friend's cousin's sister's car exploded or whatever nonsense she said. You <laughs> should at that point cartridge. have been like, you should have been like, hey, I'm engaged. Hey, just a heads up. Yes. I'm taken. We can still hang out and watch the movies as friends, but no, this ain't real. And then when it was dance time, he should have 100% told her, hey, we can't dance in the rain because mm-hmm. that's way too, mm-hmm. way too sexual. Mm-hmm. And I'm then, engaged. And then the almost kiss situation. Mm-hmm. We can't forget that. Like there were multiple occasions where you could have said, Hey, I'm taken. Like, no, bro, you were trying to get your cake and eat it too. The Typical old, man fashion. When the old man oh. slash That's why we have Nikki here, just yeah. for this. We, we, we needed the female perspective for wedding planner. That or he has the least amount of awareness ever. Because, like, even the old man security guard, which apparently the park has a security guard, but who knew? He was <laughs> the like, park ranger. He was like, you should uh, dance with that girl. You don't at that point know, hey, I think something's amiss here. I think they're trying to set me up. That's when you could alert people. I have a significant other. I'm engaged. He definitely has a lot of creepy, try to get my cake and eat it too energy. Mm-hmm. I had absolutely no clue this was the plot twist in the movie. When she shows up at It's the, in the name of the film. I didn't know. How did she not put two and two together? I swear did to Did you think God. this was a movie just about, it was like say yes to the dress, but a movie? The I name is The Wedding Planner. I didn't know the plot twist. I had no clue when they show up at the dance hall. And it's time mm-hmm. to dance. And J-Lo's, you know, she's all brimming. They just left the wedding. The wedding scene was very fun where they're breaking all the plates and they pick Penny up. I enjoyed that scene. We show up. I'm like, oh, thinking, hey, I wonder how this is going to develop with Mystery Man. Next thing we know, Matthew McConaughey turns around and I had the same look on my face that J-Lo had on her face. Gasp. That, that rat bastard. How could you do this? How could you do this to, to Mary? You're a sicko. Everything you're saying is correct. I'm just saying I don't understand how the name The Wedding Planner wasn't the tip-off that, they there was going to be something. You thought it was just a regular, they meet cute rom-com and they live happily ever after? I didn't know that Matthew McConaughey was a two-time in hussy. I didn't know that as I'm I was watching so the movie. I'm so glad that you are saying this. I just did not expect this from you. I didn't know. It really caught me off guard here. I actually think this next scene's the best scene of the movie. Bridget Wilson is on the phone. She has to take the call, and then they dance, and they confront what had just happened. I thought this was the best scene in the movie. I like the mm-hmm. dancing. I like Fred Willard kind of getting them to dance. Yep. It's kind of sexual. It's the girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. the girlfriend's in the back. They're having a real mm-hmm. conversation. How could you do this to me? I thought this was the best scene in the movie. And why'd you ask me to dance? I didn't. I did, too. I did not. Tree, you said, Steve, would you like to dance? And even if I did, I'm not the one who's engaged. It was a dance. Hope you did. It didn't mean anything. Then why'd you almost kiss me? 
It's a great scene. And did you notice it was the very first time that we saw the dancing girl emoji? Did you pick up on that? I did not pick up on that. Mm -hmm. The red dress with the, I mean, it was the exact same dress. That's the dancing girl emoji that we use today. Oh my goodness. Mind blown. Just opened my third eye here. Tim (laughs) Cook saw this movie 20 years ago and was like, hold on. I got it. Tim Cook might be Matthew McConaughey. That's probably what he did in real life. Oh, this is not my favorite scene in the movie. My favorite scene in the movie is like when they're at, when it's the parents. Massimo, Mary, and the engaged couple, and they're doing all those weird romantic activities. That's my favorite scene in the movie. That's funny. It's romantic. It's the whole deal. They're looking at venues. That's my favorite scene in the movie, and I know that's coming up. This scene was fine. Hey, we get the tension. I get what's Mm -hmm. happening, but not my favorite scene in the movie. J-Lo was thinking about quitting the wedding. I'm confused. Is it the doctor, or did you fall for the groom? No, the doctor is the groom. The groom is the doctor. The doctor is Fran Donnelly's fiance. I know we we dragged my McConaughey, she should 100% quit the wedding. When the groom is attracted to you, you have to be like, you have to tell someone, like, I'm ejecting. I know there's a big commission at the end of this, but now there's this weird conflict of interest. I need to step out if he's going to try to continue to make this happen. Oh, Rob, no. No, 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 no. Honey's going to get her dollars, if, and I'm going to make it but so But she awkward. clearly has feelings for him, too, yeah, so she has, yeah. she has and to. And you're a dog, and you didn't tell me that you were engaged. So now I'm going to make you feel so awkward in front of your fiancé. I'm going to make this whole song and dance real uncomfortable for you. Yes, yeah, And I'm getting my money. She thinks that's the play, but we all know she's eventually going to fall for him head over heels. you got to see the positive and the negative. The positive is I can embarrass him. That will be great. The negative is, I'm going to spend six weeks with this guy planning a wedding. I'm going to fall in love with him, and then he's going to be married. You have to eject. Get out. Being a partner at this pretend marriage firm is not worth it. But being a partner also means that no matter what, the wedding goes on, and you have to make it work. You can you find someone to, to replace you. out of it. You can, repl- you can replace yourself. Done. Hey, Penny, this is your job now. Hey, person who's the leader of this I'm not giving Penny firm. my dollars. She yeah. did at the end. She, she didn't give Penny. That's exactly what she did. She did give Penny the dollars at Kinda, the end of it. I bet, I bet Penny didn't get paid out because everyone leaves at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I agree with Nikki here. You've been waiting five years to get this opportunity. All you got to do is hold it together for 90 days. Now, I'm on your side here. Women think that they're savages in these situations, but are softies. She went into, yeah, I can be professional. I'm going to get my money. No. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, he already talked you out of your panty drawers one time. He's about to do it again the second <laughs> time and the third time. We knew where this was about to go. You had an almost kiss, and you're, we're right. McConaughey's the worst part person for that. But you have to also recognize I was part of the situation. It was 80-20, but I'm 20. I can't continue to do my job effectively knowing that I was contributing to this problem. J-Lo is riding in the back seat as the lovely couple is picking their wedding songs. Oh, that was funny. If you call back here, by the way, you know how I love a good callback? Because earlier in the movie, she wins the pool by saying, if you have that as your first song, you ain't making it more than four months. Yeah, you love a good callback. I'm a big callback guy. There's nothing you love more if than a callback. If you pay me off with a movie, I'm excited. If you are engaged... You already know what your song is. You're not deciding what your song is. You know, hey, we heard this song on our first date. Remember when I picked you up in this song? Mm -hmm. There is a song that every couple has as a common theme. You don't have to go through now. That's what I call volume 17 and then pick one of the songs. Yeah, you don't got to do that. And these were some very unseasoned choices here. I wouldn't want to get married to any one of those songs. Terrible songs. Olivia Newton-John, I love this song. Oh, oh, this is perfect, isn't it? Yes, it is perfect. 
J Lo was in the back dry snitching too. Mm-hmm. J Lo was in the back <laughs> snitching. It, it was it was dirty work. Either come clean and get out of it. Yep. Or don't bring it up again and be super professional. You can't oh. be catty. You can't be. You, you can't, can't be dropping uh-huh. hints. I disagree. I love a good Tom Petty, and that was a Tom Petty moment, and I loved it. Well, he turned out to be the groom of one of the weddings I was planning. No. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever heard. I would hate to be a single gal with all those creeps running around out there. Yeah, friend, you're really lucky. When he swerves off the road, oh yeah. And he lies. He's like, "Deer, there was a deer." Like, yeah. How did, did he you see that deer? No, no, that was a, that was one of my favorite movie moments in the movie, no doubt. I will say this though, like as far as like real life. You wouldn't drive your wedding planner to a venue. You would just meet them there, right? Like, there's no reason for her to be in the car other than just for this scene to exist where she starts snitching. Like, in real life, you're not carpooling to a venue. That's nonsense. The Italian man, Massimo, shows up and tells people that they are engaged. Boom, comedy. The two men are engaged in a (laughs) treadmill battle. Look, a center for the physical fitness. We do the bonding. Follow me. We do the bonding. J-Lo's horse turns into Seabiscuit and Matthew McConaughey goes off to save her from serious physical injury. Another talk about their one date. They were not dating. They were not in a relationship for two months. And now she found out they went out on one date and hung out for two hours. This date was not great enough to cause all of this problem in both of their lives. Not, it was not great enough. You want a confession in blood? Huh? Right, that night at the movie... I was attracted to you. I was. You caught me. I admit it. Let's see. Maybe I was a little unsure about the whole marriage thing. I don't know. You know, maybe I was just being a guy and an opportunity presented itself. Bottom line, I never thought I'd see you again. You know, bottom line, nothing happened. Now, more than ever, I believe Fran is the one for me. I can, I can kind of agree with you on that part. Yeah, if you see it that way. I do like when Matthew McConaughey calls her a bitter, cynical woman. She didn't have nothing to say she, after that. She's like, start, oh, got me. Hateful. <laughs> but you don't like the Massimo treadmill thing? That thing is, that whole little montage is hilarious to me. Again, That's the worst Ma- scene in the movie. Massimo is the comedic relief. The part where he's like doing the pull-ups. He's like, how many, how many are you at? And he's like 65. He's like, oh, oh me too. That's a funny little quippy. I enjoy okay, that. Let me ask you guys, I mean, fellas. So is that a thing? Like, if, do you guys compete with others? Is that is that like a thing I'm not engaging in a treadmill battle with this strange not, man. Not so much a treadmill battle, but anything. You yeah, like kind of size each other up. Yes, it, I wouldn't do it in exercise because I'm not trying to be the best to exercise, like Kenny Powers used to say. But yeah, there's an element of hey, you feel the competitiveness. I'm going to show this person I'm better than them. Okay. There can only be one king of the jungle, you know. That's yeah. what they were trying to show that there can only be one king. How is J Lo just finding out that her parents are in an arranged marriage and she's 41 years old? It really is a stop. And then the dad is like, I'm sorry I kept it from you for this long. That should have been a bigger bomb drop. She's like, it's okay. What? No, it's not okay. It's not okay. I mean. What other secrets does she not know? Exactly. She's 41 years old. I don't know how she's just. Is she 41 in this movie? If she's 41 in my notes. She's 41 years (laughs) old. (laughs) She looked good. She looked good for 41 years old. I don't know how she's just finding this out today. J-Lo might actually be a terrible wedding planner because her planning for this wedding is not going well. She's going to let them get married in Loose Park. That's where she was about to let them get married at, in Loose Park. And she's like, all we got to do is kind of block off the park and we're good. That's your big, you went to the, all these venues, like, yep, the park. 
The fiance is going out of town for a week, and she's leaving Matthew McConaughey and J-Lo to plan the wedding. They go looking at statues. All of a sudden, the statue's dick breaks off in Matthew McConaughey's hand. There it is. <laughs> Limestone penis, and you'd, you'd think he'd be bigger, huh? Nikki, are you giving this scene a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I think it was fantastic. It brought it made everybody crack up. If you were in the theater watching this movie at that time, you were laughing your ass off. I give it a thumbs down. We've seen so many rom-coms do this exact scene, but funnier, better, different. Why are they looking at statues? Do weddings need statues? Is this something that I'm unaware of? Fran wanted a statue. Fran wanted apparently statues. He then breaks the dick off, which we all saw coming. <laughs> and then for some reason, the super glue, it makes them laugh. Oh, ha, ha. But none of that. No, I gave it a thumbs down. So many rom-coms do that exact trope better. He had the statues whole nuts in what his would hand. You make, how would you make it better? Would you I not mean, use super glue? Would you, like, what would you do? I would just take the whole statue element out. There are a million things with planning a wedding you could have done where they have a cute bonding moment, but instead it's dick in the hand? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo tells Matthew McConaughey that her engagement was a sham. Massimo is really trying. I thought this dinner scene was the first time, like, you say that you really liked the treadmill I liked scene. Massimo. I didn't really like it because he felt like a character in a movie. When they have the dinner and he has the call back that he really remembers her as a child, that was the first time that Massimo felt like an actual human being. Like, he has feelings. He has emotions. If you really want to marry this woman, like, show her why you want to marry her. This was the first time that I thought Massimo felt like an actual human being. You can't take him seriously. He served her Kraft macaroni and cheese. It was like a cute way to do it. He was like, I found this new American delicacy. I like it. I'm going to make it for you. He agreed, hey, we're going to be friends. I get it. You're in love with someone else. You're He's an the Italian guy. man. If you don't know how to spice up a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese, you're, I mean, you're literally from Italy where pasta is made. Like, do something different to it. Zest it up a little bit and then give it to him. He should have put some hot dogs in there. Yeah. That would have zested hot it dogs, up. Hot dogs, some Parmesan cheese. I mean, something. I thought it was a night. I like Ma Massimo. I made my favorite character in the movie. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I did like Massimo here again. I, I just felt like before this, the way that we get introduced to Massimo is so over the top. He shows up at her job. It's over the top. The next time we see him is at the treadmill scene. He was just ridiculous up until this point. Yeah, he, this is, was... he is the comedic element because McConaughey and J-Lo, neither of them are funny in this movie, and it's a rom-com. Massimo brings the calm. Yeah, I don't really know if it's a lot of calm in this. It's a lot of rom. The, the calm <laughs> is minimal here. Matthew McConaughey and J-Lo go flower shopping, and he's telling her the story of how he met his fiance. J-Lo spots an ex and does the, this is a staple of rom-com. The klutzy, goofy, mm -hmm. running the Hide, thing act yep. is a safe. Every rom-com has this. She then tells the story of how she, her engagement was broken. So how do you all know each other? Well, well really, it's, it's a long back. story. Oh, let me tell it. it it's really a, a funny story. See, Keith was my fiancé. And Wendy was his high school girlfriend. And on the night of our rehearsal dinner, I found them making out in my car. I think that covers all the high points. Mm. Which is a really sad story. Yeah. yeah, it is. She seemed like embarrassed to meet him and then immediately put him on blast. I feel like if she had seen him, she'd be like, I'm going to embarrass that guy because he's the worst. But she seemed like hide from him for a minute. That was kind of weird to me. J-Lo is drunk and sad over her ex. This is a really bad Drake song. Date two is happening and we just don't know it. <laughs> J-Lo is still going over her past relationship. And I don't know. I wrote this down. I don't know how she can't see the parallel between her situation and how this movie ultimately is going to end. She's going to end up doing a lot of the same thing. She's interested in this guy right under her nose. She's helping plan this other girl's wedding. 
there's a lot of similarities in what Ooh. she's about to do and what happened to her. Further's my point. point that as a professional, she should pull pulled out. She should have at this point noticed it and ejected. Again, McConaughey's the worst for nearly kissing her. This is the scene where on the couch and she's drunk and we actually do get some chemistry. But as a professional, A, don't get drunk with the client you're clearly falling for. That seems like... First and foremost, she got drunk off Heineken's. <laughs> she really did. Right. She was toasted she like off the Heineken's. <laughs> that Heineken Zero just hits different. But yeah, th- after this scene, she should have been like, you know what? I can't do this wedding anymore. I'm out. I can't be a part of it. But do you think that she realized? I mean, we have a lot of scenes before this where she kind of saw how they weren't really going to work out. So do you think that J-Lo, because this so is she's sticking profession, it out she's to like, break them I up? I don't think they're going to last. I don't think this is actually going to make it to the altar. So I'm going to see how this goes. Even more unprofessional then. I'm, I'm waiting or, for them to break up, not get paid out, and then steal the groom? No. That's, 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 <laughs> very, un, that's very unprofessional behavior by someone who's about to be a partner. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey finally tells J-Lo how he feels. I barely know you. I don't know your dad's first name. I don't know if you ever wore braces or, or contacts or glasses. And I have no idea how you came to be a wedding planner, Mary. But I know the curves of your face. And I know every fleck of gold in your eyes. And I know that that night in the park was the best time I've ever had. I'm a magnet for unavailable men. This one date was the best time of his life. This is an average date. There is nothing super special about this Well, you know, you know, right? Isn't that what they say? He's known this other woman for six years. He hung out with J-Lo one time. A strong impression. You didn't have, in your six years, you didn't have any better time than going to see this old movie in the park. Like, this date, this date was not that special. (laughs) J-Lo's not trying to hear it. She shuts it down and tells her to leave him alone. This is when J-Lo should get out. Mm -hmm. After the groom tells you, Hey, spending time with you was the best point of my life. I want to be with you. You can't then say, leave me alone. You guys work together. Mm-hmm. You got to get out. Again, McConaughey's the worst one here. I'm not saying that yeah. he's off the hook. But J-Lo has a little bit of culpability. You can't say, leave me alone. I'll see you tomorrow at work. That's not how it's going to work out. Can I just say, when she said, the whenever she's closing the door on him, and she's like, I'm a magnet for unavailable men. I felt that in my soul. <laughs> Like, in my soul, because the amount of men that are married or with someone that still try and contact me is just disgusting. So, I felt that one in my soul. Frank tells J-Lo that she's having cold feet. J-Lo is giving the same prepackaged speech from the very beginning of the movie, only this time she doesn't feel it. It's J-Lo's birthday, and Massimo shows up with the dollhouse. And Massimo proposes for real this time. This was a real turn for Massimo. I'm telling you, something was in that Kraft mac and Mm. cheese that triggered my man's brain. And he was on fire the rest of the movie. He connected with her on the we used to be kids level. Mm -hmm. He's playing the hey, we're just French. And he he actually has a nice little soliloquy here. where He's like, if you want to marry me and love me, I'm in. If you just want to be friends, I get it. That's the game. I mean, he says it way better than that. And he has the engagement ring and the dollhouse. Again, Massimo. Massimo, highlight of the movie. Manny, I know I never done the right thing. I never say the right thing. And I act like a fool. I know I say we just be body-body friends. But that would not be true to my heart. So I would ask you this one question. And if your answer is no, then I will leave you alone once and for all. Be my wife, Mary Fiore. If your answer is yes, you will make me the 
happiest man on the earth. It was never going to work, but she just said, okay. She didn't say yeah, yes. She said, Via Scrabble, too. That's, <laughs> yeah. He should have known, okay, that's a no. All right, that's actually a no. Okay, what? Hold on. I just gave you this passionate speech. I got this elaborate dollhouse that had to cost upwards of $500, and she just said, okay. It's wedding time. J-Lo is officially made partner. Matthew McConaughey asked Fran a very legitimate question, and she blows up. Why do you want to marry me? What? That's one of the questions I need answered. Okay, Steve, you're scaring me. You never call me Steve. That's because you don't like it. No, I never said I didn't like it. Okay, where's this going? Why do you want to marry me? Are you kidding me? No, you're trying to dump me on the day of my Franny, wedding. I'm not trying to dump you. I no, just wait, need no, to know the answer to that question. No, this is not happening to me. No, this is not happening to me. Don't franny me! Don't franny me, you stupid bastard! Come here. Ooh, he what? asked a very simple question here. Hey, why do you want to get married? You're dumping me? That's not what I asked you. I asked, why do you want to get married? And Which she should com- be easy to She answer. completely yep. blows up over this. This was a conversation, to her point, though. I'll give Fran a little mm-hmm. bit of bail here. This is the conversation they should have had two months ago, not two hours before you're going to get married. That's a legitimate God, think question. think all the money spent. Everything's ready to go. I'd be so mad if I was her dad. I would also imagine, I know not every bride is bridezilla, mm-hmm. but from what I understand about how my friends told me that weddings are, it is high anxiety moment and you're being kind of schlepped off everywhere until it's done. So if the groom came over and was like, hey, real quick, why are we doing this? I could see how she would jump to a 10 with panic because it's probably an anxiety-filled day. She's up early getting ready. Mm-hmm. I, I could see how she jumped to that level because she's already on hyper alert. But she can probably calm the situation down because she can identify with having those feelings that if she gives Matthew McConaughey, hey, I care about you, I love you, he just wants to feel comfort here too. If she provides any comfort in that moment, they get married. But she is unable to provide any comfort. Well, we know how this is going to end. They aren't getting married. Matthew McConaughey is off to stop J-Lo from getting married down to Massimo at, at City Hall. Matthew McConaughey didn't go this hard to keep his actual wife. He gets in a cab. They're doing Grand Theft Auto same, missions. They're the way, he didn't try this hard to keep Bridget Wilson. Same cabbie as the one that almost killed uh, J-Lo earlier. How is he, he still on the streets? He's a menace. It's the exact same it guy. the same one? Exact same oh, cabbie. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, the one that was funny. eating ice cream and almost yes, killed J-Lo time good. one concedes his cab to McConaughey and says, go ahead and drive, pal. You take us home. <laughs> same cabbie. Her father objects to the marriage that he set up. He has been pushing her in this direction to get married the entire movie. Now he don't want her to get married. Now he changes his mind. She's back on the market. Where's Mary? I'm her father. Who the hell are you? He's the doctor. It's Steve. I'm Steve the doctor. I'm in love with your daughter. What? Yes. You are the one. Wait, what the hell is going on? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I am. Fred, what about Fred? No, no, no. Fran and I did not get married, all right? That's been happening a lot today. Mm, Whoa, whoa, whoa. You you didn't get married? We're not married. I am not the one. You are the one, Steve. And you didn't get married. She's not married. She does not love me. She loves... She loves you, Steve. Now her old boyfriend and her future boyfriend are riding together to go get J-Lo, who was at the site of date one. This date was not that good. This date had a a hold over her. Matthew McConaughey tells J-Lo he didn't get married. They kiss. The end. That is the wedding planner. Real quick on the ending here. couple things. One, I know she got married at City Hall. She didn't invite a single of her friends. It is her dad and her dad's old man crew. That is her group. I know it's City Hall and it's not, you know, the eloquent wedding in the park. But 
None of your friends catch an invite. You have to tell Penny I'm getting married. Peace out. None of your friends are aware. That's terrifying to me. Two, you yet again failed to recognize Massimo. It was great in this scene. The I'm not the guy, you're the guy, I'm not the guy, you are the guy scene. And then the moped thing is hilarious. Again, Massimo feeling a scene. I think that she just didn't have friends. Remember her saying throughout the movie, she's just, I don't have time to hang out. I don't have time for friends. I'd go, you know, I'd give you a cup of sugar, but I don't have time to grocery shop. So maybe her dad's friends were her only friends. That's sad. That's a red that flag. And Penny is also at the wedding. So Penny but can't you, be there. Then yeah. plan your wedding so that your actual only friend on earth could feasibly be there. That's a very fair point. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a rotten rating. 16% positive reviews. Nikki, it got an average rating of a 3.9 out of 10. The consensus reads, instead of being light and charming, this romantic comedy is heavy-handed and contrived in its execution. It's also too unoriginal. I don't think that it's too unoriginal. The plot twist of Matthew McConaughey really took me off guard. See, I know you guys will laugh at me. It deserves more than 3.9. Yeah, this mm-hmm. movie... I, I feel like this, and I know we're gonna. Yes, I know yeah. we're gonna give our, our re-rating of this. Everything that I've read, the thoughts and reviews of this movie are way too harsh for this movie. This is not a. This movie still hits. This to is this not, day. I don't, I don't know. if It still hits to this day. It, oh, it we've seen so many better rom coms, but I, I do think it's that. hard. I do think it's a little harsh. The rating is. Yeah, three point nine out of ten makes it sound like this movie is unwatchable. I don't think it's anywhere close to that. I think this movie. If you're someone like Nikki and you enjoy these mm-hmm. kind of movies, this movie makes you feel good. Yes. And it's I think that those, really matters. It's one of those movies, if you're, you know, cleaning the house, whatever, it comes on TV, you watch it again. You don't change the channel. You watch it because it's familiar, it's comforting, and it does. It makes you feel good. It's a nice TNT special then. It's like, hey, I'm oh, doing stuff. TNT. It's on TNT. I'll put it on. But when I have yeah. things to do, it's going off because I don't really care. Care that That's probably a good breakdown of what it is. Entertainment Weekly compared this film, critically compared this film to My Best Friend's Wedding, writing that where Julia Roberts turns the world on with her huggability, Lopez's vibe is someone that's afraid to get must. Where Rupert Everett was divine as a sidekick, Matthew McConaughey is mortally ordinary as a main dish who spends most of his time smiling like a party guest. Why are people so hard on this movie? Maybe now is my first time seeing this. I have the ability to look back in hindsight. Like, man, J-Lo turned out to be a major star. Mm -hmm. McConaughey McConaughey turned out to be a major star. Like, in the moment, people were this critical of it, which is crazy. This is one of the movies, like, a reason why we do this podcast. The reviews of this and how people feel sometimes just don't line up. The public obviously loves this movie. J-Lo's turning into a really big star. We get introduced to Matthew McConaughey. It almost tippled his budget. The critics were way off on this movie. Way off. off. I think I think the one the Entertainment Weekly, I, I believe, was the one that nailed it though. Because my best friend's wedding is essentially the same concept with Julia Roberts, who yeah. is a bigger star at the time, and there's more chemistry among the actors in that movie than this one, and they're basically the same movie. So I get how if you had just in '97 seen my best friend's wedding, which is this plot basically with some tweaks, and been like, oh, that hit, and then you see this movie, which is worse with lesser stars, not hit, you feel like you have to crush it a little more aggressively. This is where we give out our awards. First off is when a hero comes along. Who is a person, thing, or scene that you thought tried to save this movie from being poorly rated? We already know who Robs is going to be. Not even worth worth discussing. I I have it. It's Massimo. I'm correct. We can move on. What award are you giving out? I'm going to go with J-Lo. I think she still did a fantastic job. The woman is talented. She really is. I'm going to give it to the dance scene. I thought the dance scene and the tension... 
I mean, once we get the big plot twist, Matthew McConaughey is a no good hound dog. I thought the movie really takes off from there. So that's where the movie really gets going to me. Mm-hmm. Up until then, I just thought it was kind of standard laissez-faire. I thought the dance scene on where you really get the tension and the love triangle that exists, and then it obviously turns into like a love square, a love circle with all four of them with your guy Massimo. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to give my uh, my hero comes along. Now we do doing too much. Give me a person, thing, or scene that you thought was doing too much. I'll go ahead and get mine out of there. I hated, hated the treadmill scene. Thought it was, was thought, thought it was, was so awful. goofy. Hated the treadmill scene. I also think there was a better way to introduce the two main characters of the movie. Those are my doing Mother too of much. the Bride all day. Fran's mom was doing way too much. That's a great one. She was annoying. Couldn't stand her. I agree with her. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I like that I was one. Say the, her pretending to be like a great singer and then getting drunk mm-hmm. and the, all that. Can we talk about, though, why do you hate the treadmill scene to this level? I'm not saying it's the best scene in the history of film. I, no one's going to confuse it for a Shawshank moment. But it's a fun, cutesy. You see McConaughey just met the fiancé or what... Massimo calls himself the fiance. He feels like he's got to be competitive with the person. He gets competitive in all the stupidest things, but it's a fine. You act like it's like undid the movie. I don't get why you hate this scene so much. That whole venue with the parents and the horseback riding, the whole thing was fun. I don't get why you hate this scene to this level. I just didn't laugh during the scene. It just felt so over the top. Up until this point, Massimo was just the over-the-top character to me. Every introduction to him is so over-the-top and just not how I think people act in real it life. It was funny when he was chugging the bottle of wine, though, on the horse. I mean, no, that was <laughs> yeah. a good scene. With and Massimo. he's wearing that his moped goggles on the horse. I mean, I, mean I think you're too harsh on this scene. I didn't mind the horse. Once, once they get on the horse and then the horse takes off like a rocket, I like that scene. I just didn't like the, ooh, it's a, a center of fitness. And then they're doing these weird, I just, I wasn't a big fan of this scene. All right, I think all of us are actually going to agree here. 5.3 on IMDb. Too much, too little, just right. Too little. Yeah, too little. I would re-rate it a 5.8 probably. It's a little better than a 5.3. I still don't think it breaks a 6 threshold, but it it's stronger than they let on. I would give it a 5.8. I'm going to give it a 6.3. So you think it's a whole point that? better? I do. Wow. I do. You really like this movie. It, it, here's the thing. It makes you feel good. And as a woman, seeing somebody in that profession and all the complexities that come with it and the love tra- I mean, it's a good flick. It really is. It doesn't deserve to be lower than a six. Yeah, I'm actually going to say this is probably one of the most poorly rated movies that we've done so far on this podcast. I think this movie should be out of our purview. I think this movie is a 6.1. I think this is a good. Yes. I think it's a good rom-com. To Nikki's point, the same way that you and I talked about with Into the Blue, that there's just some movies that when it comes on USA, you'll stop and watch That's it fair. for 20 so to 25 minutes. That's what this movie feels like. This movie feels like mm-hmm. if you're between 30 and 45, you saw this movie in the theater, or you grew up watching it, you just have a closeness to this movie. Now, some of it I think is hindsight. We know what things turned out for J-Lo. We know what things turned out with Matthew McConaughey. But this was a fine rom-com, 5.3 is way too hard on this movie. This movie this movie should not be even eligible to be reviewed. This movie should be a 6.1. And can we just, like, really give it up for J-Lo real quick, too? Because, I mean, my God, she's a bad bitch. <laughs> she's fine. Like, fine. So I would get, switch teams. Like, she's that good looking. So you guys think this movie's more like the Just Like Heaven with Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo quality of rom-com than Ooh. it got scored? Because that one was like, I'm looking up, that was a 6-7, so it won't be in our purview. But again, that's a rom-com, same era, same timeline. 
There's a love triangle, the whole blah, 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 blah. That was a 6-7. You guys have this more in that vicinity than a point below. I don't think it's that good, so I can bump it a little bit. But come on now. It's not above a 6. I actually don't remember the Just Like Heaven movie. I got to watch that again. Yeah, this is dead, right? And she comes back? Yeah, she's like right? a ghost and Mark Ruffalo yeah. falls for her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking of a, a, a San Francisco rom-com from the exact same See, era. Like That's just not even realistic. That's a weird kink. Like you're, you're, having, you're falling for a ghost. Mm, yeah, no. This movie just, I, I, I think this movie is, this movie is a, is a fine rom-com. You could certainly do way worse if you want to watch an uh, hour and 40-minute rom-com. Six, 6 6.1 to me seems about fair. Nikki, we like appreciate that. you on uh, episode nine of yeah. the Bad Movies Worst Opinions podcast, where we believe that everybody has a favorite bad movie. Do all those podcast things, rate us, review us, give us five stars. Next week, Nacho Libre will be our movie. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get back in our bag. Mm-hmm. We've been doing kids movies and rom coms. We gotta get back in what started us on this journey. Nacho Libre next week. <laughs> <laughs>